just backwards through Funny time. Funny enough! <laughs> talking to uh daryl surratt about how he or i wasn't talking to daryl surratt i was listening to their most recent podcast because he first of all it's two parts yeah what is up with that they're doing that now because it's so long i was just thinking about that on the when i was walking home today i was like i like our podcast so much better you know i may be biased (laughs) but it's so short (laughs) yeah that's exactly i could i can't listen i can't listen to talk shows on the radio for more than 20 minutes driving to work uh unless you've got something really compelling to say as you are we not always hold. do well <laughs> we do but we cram it into 30 minutes of awesome of sexual content but anyway daryl was describing on during <laughs> rated this is m rated m for mature partial nudity over the audio internets <laughs> you figured out uh but daryl was talking about how he didn't know how to use a compressor and i was like Sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> I wouldn't know what you're talking about, Joel. <laughs> we are audio experts on this podcast. I turn the dials. They turn when I do that. Yes. Lights there's, light up. There's lots of dials. Some lights that go twist. away. We don't really know which the lights are. Some are red, some are green. Few are yellow. They do it's like a something. We yes, we know that for sure. If we know one thing, it's that these dials do something. Most of them do something. That's what I spend most of my time at work doing. Yeah. Trying to fix pro- no, trying to fix problems. And really the only thing I do is decide what I should not do. <laughs> like, cause a lot of people, I, I hear like people at work often get in trouble because they jump to a conclusion and then they do that and they totally hose themselves. <laughs> and so I spend a lot of time like basically looking at a dial thinking I should not turn that. <laughs> I don't think that will solve this problem. Uh, I've done that so many times, like at work, when I get like a little frustrated because a uh, fiber test is not going the way I want it to. I sort of, I lose my, uh, I don't know, composure. Let's yeah. say I don't, I don't do things as cleanly as a, and professionally as I normally would. So, like you know, the thirteenth time I have to rush into a wiring closet to clean the same jumper, to expecting a different result, which some say is the definition of insanity. <laughs> I'm not thinking too clearly, and I may go like a row over and pull out the wrong jumper, and right. that's when I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I, I hope I plug in A to A as it was, because yeah. you know, these jumpers are two things. If you plug right. them in backwards, it don't work. <laughs> right. So I'm like, I hope I plug it in the way it was, and nobody notices this minor blip in communications. But whatever. That's cool, man. So this is Fast Karate for the Gentleman. We are podcasting into the 20th century. Yes. Backwards, forwards, Forward, and sideways. Through time. Sideways up, up, through down, time. Down. <laughs> you figure we, it out. We don't, that's like a parallel dimension, like in Sliders. Yeah. Starring or, John Reese davies I was watching something where they ex- explained a parallel universe in such a way that it didn't make any sense. 
Oh, it was uh, Deja Vu with Denzel Washington. Yeah. I watched that with my family, and they all thought it was okay. And for some reason, I could just not get into it. I thought it was the dumbest movie I'd ever seen. Yeah, I remember when I was going out with Callan, we went up to her family's place on Christmas. And we all watched The Wicker Man. Oh, no. And many of them came out of it being like, Gotta get burned! Gotta get burned! Gotta get burned! They were like, that was an alright movie. And I was do we watch the same thing? I've seen the original Wicker Man, and that is the only thing worse than the original Wicker Man. <laughs> if any maybe movie... it's better because it's got the comedy aspect to it. <laughs> when he beats the crap out of that old lady. Wearing a bear yes! costume. <laughs> or when he pulls the gun on the chick riding the bike. He's like, get off the bike. I got a bear costume. <laughs> it's easy. Or I can put on this bear costume. Whoa, whoa. Let's not, let's not lose our heads. Just keep pointing that gun at me and it's, get on the bike. It's like 20th century English island stealth gameplay. It's like the prototype of uh, <laughs> Instead Metal of Gear boxes, Solid. it's bears. It's like, oh, don't worry about that. It's a bear. <laughs> that is not a spy. Clearly, bears, while inherently it. dangerous within themselves. And standing on two legs. Are outside of our purview bears as can guards. Stand on two legs. If a bear walked up to me, that would be the worst stuff. I would scream and then kill myself. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I would kill myself from dehydration because I'd crap frankly, all the liquid out of my body. <laughs> frankly, I think that the box is actually a step backwards from bear stealth. Yeah. Because bear stealth kills the opponent. <laughs> it's not stealth. It's bear stealth. Well, it's not stealth of the traditional That's terms. like a stealth bomber that instead of disappearing, looks like a comet falling <laughs> from the sky. We've got something on radar. <laughs> oh my god! Everybody run! <laughs> oh wait, it's just bombs. That's not better! <laughs> well, they still abandon... The point is they abandon their guns. Yeah. Why do stealth bombers even need to be stealth? Is anybody... Like, don't they fly so high that nobody can shoot them anyway? I think they... I don't know. I thought they flied low for increased radar and visibility. Most of my knowledge of stealth bombers comes from the seminal 1998 classic Broken Arrow. <laughs> yes. Starring John Travolta and, and Christian, Christian Slater. Slater. Christian Slater. Broken Arrow. The best Arrow. actor in Hollywood. A nuclear bomb just got dropped off in the desert, and the super secret commando squad that's defecting from the army needs to stop Christian Slater from revealing their plot. <laughs> What's going to happen? It's in the Howie desert. Mandel There's a train. Is, plays one of his classic roles. <laughs> As, I don't know, some guy that gets shot by Christian Slater and a exactly. park ranger. Thanks so much for coming to America, John Woo. You really did us a solid there. So far, the only thing John Woo has given us is uh, the corrupter. No, did, no, John Woo didn't do it. Hard-boiled? Hard, no, not hard-boiled. No, in America. He's done some good stuff in Southeast Asia. Uh, in America? Didn't hard he do that target? one with uh, Chow Young-Fat and uh, what, Mira Sorvino? Was that him? It could have been. The replacement I, killers? Yeah, wasn't that him? I didn't think so. But that did give us the MP5 in a briefcase. <laughs> click, click. I'm going to shoot all the arcade machines. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, man, I had my quarter. I'll just leave it up there. You, <laughs> you play okay. my game. That's okay. <laughs> it's I'm all gonna, you, man. I'm just going to go bleed out in the corner. You, you got next. You take uh, my guile. It's, it's so fun. cold. <laughs> so cold. Do you know the hyper combo? Anyway, uh, what, what are we talking about today? We're, we're talking about disciples too. Disciples? But can I preface it? Can you with us? <laughs> yeah, you can. You can mispronounce figured, both of yeah. those words. <laughs> I think preface is a perfectly acceptable combination. It's a combination of pre and face. Like you're faced. <laughs> Except I think preface comes from French. Really? From facade, which is also it's the same word face is derived from. Yeah. 
but I don't know, this is how the the wonders of the romance languages are things that mere men are not privy to. <laughs> anyway, long story short, I rented Heavenly Sword, and it was terrible. Uh, and it's it's not even like in the way that I say games are terrible. It was like actually terrible. Okay. Like, un- it was the the least fun I've had sitting in front of a game console in like years. Well, I from what I gathered, I don't have a PlayStation Three, but now that I see. Uh screenshots and like pictures of drake's fortune or, yeah that looks pretty sweet but I'm, yeah I'm that makes me want to get one. that but heavenly sword from what i've read uh i'll sum it up in what mitchy d said which is it's five hours long and fully a third of that is spent in slow motion maybe one quarter of what's left is uh cut scenes and then you have your game in between that <laughs> not it, it it's barely even a game is the problem it's like somebody took dynasty warriors and made the dynasty warriors game but pretended as hard as they could that it was not a Dynasty Warriors game. It's not dinosaurs. Look, we've got a projectile there's, weapon. There's like combos and stuff, and there maybe there are combos in Dynasty Warriors. There's too. one combo in Heavenly Sword, as far as I know, and that's triangle, triangle, triangle. It's all I needed. Well, so aren't there three different sword forms? Yeah, I used one because it wasn't even worth it. Like you just use the heavy sword. And if the first two triangles didn't break the guy's block, the last one does, and then you just do it again. I am not exaggerating here when I say I spent two-thirds of the final boss with my one hand on the controller. Are you serious? I didn't even touch the analog sticks. Ouch. Yeah. You it, can at least, like, throw dodges in at there. At least try to make an, a game. It's... You know, I don't like God of War very much because I feel like it's totally ripping off, like, the Japanese action games. And those Japanese action games are, like, one of the last vestiges of good games that Japan has. So it kind of sucks that they're getting ripped off. But it sucks more that they're getting ripped off terribly. So (laughs) Heavenly Sword is, like, a terrible ripoff of God of War, which is already a terrible game. Like, this is, like, a game that should get a 2.0. And even everybody's like, oh, the cutscenes are so amazing. First off, the graphics are very good. But the art direction is total shit. Like, it's... What, you didn't like Turtle Boss? Yeah. There's like, oh, look at this big fat guy with a shell on his back. We call him Roach because his back, it looks like a roach. Really? Because I I went with Turtle. This guy is Flying Fox, and he's got, like, blades that... Wait, in five hours you fight more than one boss? You fight... There's four bosses. So that's... And they're all terrible. There's a snake lady who's like... I'm a snake and I'm sexualized. Basically, I think Penny Arcade says there's a fat guy, a slut, and a pervert. Really? It's like, man, I never played this game that's, before. That's oh, the best part. Your sidekick is retarded. Not even in the internet sense, like actually retarded. <laughs> and nice. uh, she looks like Bjork. Like, on well, the worst fashion day of her life, well, which know. for B- Bjork is an accomplishment. Cause <laughs> Wait, like, you mean they top swan dress? And trees and shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, she's got this like cat hat, like those ones at the anime I've seen conventions. The video. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the and videos. She's seriously retarded, like in, in the IQ under 70s. Sense. I've actually heard people say that they were intrigued by the character design of her. Like, it's the, terrible. It's. I agree, because when I hear people talk about games where they were intrigued by yeah. the characters that's because they figured out what the word intrigued meant <laughs> and they wanted to use it in a sentence oh it just makes me so mad and the the main character Nariko, looks like she's made of plastic like most to its credit most of the game doesn't have that like bizarre gloss that they put on next generation games like 
how Gears of War, all the characters are like shiny. I thought that was something wrong. Coltrane! Coltrane's got to get oiled up! I thought that was something wrong with my TV because I got the HDTV at the same yeah. time as the Xbox. So I was like, this can't is this be right. right. Why is everybody shiny? You should have been oh, able no. to. I'm running. I'm, I'm dying. I'm running out of she, body lotion. <laughs> she looks like she's got like the. Um, That's what I'm I don't about. know. She hasn't taken a shower in like a really long time and her skin has gotten really oily. And God, there are these like interminable monologues. They're only like 30 seconds long, but they feel like they go on for hours right. where she's talking to the heavenly sword. And she's like, you took my family back. But it's like this total living doll sensation where she's like kind of sh- staring straight ahead and she'll yeah. like move her head to the side sometimes. Like <laughs> it's the worst acting ever. And people are like, oh, my God, the guy who did Gollum in The Lord of the Rings was in this. And he was like the... The motion capture coach. And I was like, well, maybe they better go take another look at that because it was terrible. <laughs> and I don't know if this game was supposed to be a comedy or an epic, but like... Five hours does not an epic make. Well, it's... It might be a comedy then because like <laughs> the king, like the evil king, he's like... Doo, 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 and they have all these like bizarre fast cuts where he'd be like looking one way and then like look to the other <laughs> way and he'd be like, what do you think you're doing, fatty? Stop being so fat. And the fat guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, I can't believe I ever spawned you from your mother's loins or whatever. And oh, It's just a terrible, terrible We're not game. even talking about this game. And the gameplay. Oh, Why are wanna, we still talking about this game? You I'd want rather... to talk about the gameplay? All the guys <laughs> just stand there. No. Oh, but. Why would, we've already spent. If we, if we took a review of the games that we normally review, which are, you know, say 15 hours long. The percentage of time we've already talked about Heavenly Sword is a greater percentage of the time we've talked about every other game. <laughs> but there's so much to hate. But if, if I may take one final thought, it's the, the motion control. Heavenly Sword is not going to sell it because I felt like I was controlling that thing with pure epilepsy. Like, What do you mean, mo- like the tilt okay, function? Yeah. So after you fire a projectile... Well, you, know, you, need, you, you can, should buy Lair then. You can hold... Yeah, right. Did you see the director of Lair was like, motion control sucks? Yes. He's like, for a dragon it makes sense, but for a spaceship, it's like, come on. <laughs> well, they were talking about incorporating... Uh, somebody was... This, I can't remember which game it is, but it's one of those Supercross games that's coming out. Yeah. And they were talking about the incorporation of the tilt or the rumble, and the guy was just like, yeah, Rumble is vastly superior to the tilt in basically every way in terms of immersive gameplay. Yeah, of course. Especially for a driving game, that's like the one game that actually requires Rumble out of any game out there. If anything explodes and my controller doesn't Rumble... I'm not too in love with that. I used to hate playing Halo and being in the Warthog and no, shooting the gun. I liked it when it would like, rattle. You set it in your lap and you're like, man, it's like I'm playing I two games at once. hold down the gun so long the my hands would lust. get numb. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. What? It's like, what is this? Anyway, so you throw a projectile and then you hold the button down. It goes into super slow motion. Oh, and you which control is like, it with the tilt. Yeah, you tilt it around, which is like impossible. And I didn't know you could turn off the tilt feature until halfway through the game. So I would just be sitting there, like they'd be like, "Kill the enemies before they enter the fort," and like I'm just driving my arrows into everything but the enemy. <laughs> I get pissed. This is the second stage of the game, and I'm like ready to fling my controller across the street, which is like a new record for me. But like whatever. It, and the, it's just the actual gameplay is insanely easy and unfulfilling, and the arrow shooting gameplay is insanely unfulfilling and just crappy. It's not even hard. It's not. I I died like twice in the entire game. I was game. watching the. Uh, they have a video. Uh, they had a video on Kotaku dedicated strictly to the arrow shooting character. Yeah, and it was basically a featurette on that slow motion thing. 
And what it looked like to me is she would just jump out into the open and hang somewhere, and then it would basically become a shooter on rails game. Well, that's what that's what it is. Yes, yeah, so, like her levels are basically just like that. And halfway through the game, you get to play a whole chapter as her. Thankfully, a whole chapter is only like forty-five minutes in this game. But I was just like, God, when do I go back to the other character who's boring but at least more mindless? And this one, I have to have to like drive the analog sticks around. By the end of the game, I started trying to see if I could just run past the enemies, and you can. And what's even better, if you get to a certain point, they just stand there and watch you. They're like, oh no, she crossed the invisible threshold. <laughs> Why did the evil king install these? They only stop us. He wanted us to stop her, right? <laughs> then why wouldn't he let us get as close as possible? In fact, why don't we just surround him? Why, do we, why are we dispersed at random throughout this enormous <laughs> sprawling palace? The mental machinations of evil warlords are rarely understood. I also don't understand the level design in this game. Like, nobody could ever live in this palace. Because most of it is connected by, like... I don't know, pillars that you, like, run down ropes and, like, tram cars. There's, like, a tram car to get to the armory that's, like, 25 minutes long above a bottomless gorge. It's like eh. Sounds like a bitchin' pad. That's a great episode of Cribs. Yeah. It's like, see how I'm living, MTV? Check out my t- <laughs> Evil king here. This is my tram car on the way to my treasury. Yo, that gorge, it'd be bottomless. Yeah, that's the last dragon Don't in fall existence. in there. <laughs> He's guarding my shit. I got this. Yo, check out my posse. That's fat dude. Snake is snake. Per <laughs> And per Molestor. Molestor. <laughs> All right. So I guess we're talking about Disciples 2, as it was commonly referred to in our time, by a young man named Jonathan Levy, otherwise known as JL, otherwise known as the world's only Chinese Jew. <laughs> What's shocking about the fact that Dave calls it Disciples, it, it, it took me fully a month to realize they were saying Disciples. <laughs> I just assumed it was spelled differently. <laughs> How would you spell it? It's spelled like Disciples. The J- problem, we got a rip of it because JL pirated it. Yeah. And then uh, no one ever, I never, I don't even think the icon had the text. <laughs> I just clicked on it and would play. You're just like, oh, this is this great game about being dwarves and stuff. I wonder what it's called. But JL is also the person that called Deus Ex do sex. <laughs> so they call that, that's what they call the guys in and Big I was O. was like, I'm in high school. <laughs> And I take Latin <laughs> classes. And I know that your pronunciation is a bit off. But that's the Mega Deuce? Yeah, well, that's also... It's mispronounced. I know. It's pretty cool, though. It sounds like a giant duty. <laughs> I know. Is that that's the great like part it? of it. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, that's the best name for a that robot a ever. Mega Deuce. I say that about every Saturday morning a after a night out of the park. <laughs> Toilet just shatters underneath you. Oh, I don't know how to <laughs> clean this up. <laughs> Oh lord, I don't even want to think about this it. But is anyway, unfortunate. Disciples Two is the deci- is the sequel of Disciples, and it's the prequel to Disciples Three, which is coming. Did you out. catch all that? It's topical like that. We actually, it just got announced. Yeah. Uh, here's the here's the scoop on Disciples. You're gonna be kind of bored. Yeah. However, it's a lot of fun in the interim. Uh, in the, the most fun is leveling up. It's like a baby. On like MMO RPG, it is a, the game is all about grinding. Yeah, sort of. Cause, but the grinding is like very quick. All right, so it's sort of it's a strategy role playing game. Uh, when I say strategy, I use that in the loosest term of, of the word the because there's no strategy. The biggest unit 
for, the strategy is to run around and kill the little goblins that surround your town that are easy as hell and give you no experience. And then as soon as you level up like one or two times and your units increase to their next forms, then you just go rake everything on the map. And this only applies to the first level because as soon as you get into the second level, your leader has already leveled up like ten times and you can carry them over. So they just kill everything and your other units are like, what's going on here? And then you well, get the maximum units that are better than your leader and then you have six units that are kill everything in one turn anyway. Yeah, it's really... Unless you're the Legions of the Damned, in which case you get Polymorph, I guess. There are four different races in Disciples. If we the... haven't said it, it's a strategy RPG. Oh, don't, in the loosest sense of the word. Exactly. My bad. And uh, there are four races. They're all fighting for something. The story is, who cares? Uh, There's dwarves and stuff. They, well, they all have their own story. Someone was locked under the earth. At Mortis. Some point. No, that was the, the the Legion of the Damned are obviously trying to resurrect the devil. This is very stereotypical. Yeah, they're red flying. Damned demons. equal resurrect demon lord. Uh, the undead are doing the same thing, but they got like an no. They're not. Lord. They are. Uh, they are trying to kill the king of the dwarves because they're being led by Mortis, who was betrayed by the king of the dwarves somehow. Oh well, maybe the first level is resurrecting that guy. Yeah, I, I'm sure that I know that plays a part. The dwarves are trying to get save drunk. their king from Mortis <laughs> and also get drunk. They're actually there are these little text boxes that pop up during the course of the map if you go and discover different ruins and stuff. And one of them is actually, hey. These casks of ale look good. Why don't we <laughs> hang out for a little bit and party? I don't know. And some totally downer wet blanket is like, no, there's no time. It's probably one of those. We have to collect the those shaming of healing. guys that yeah, like, it is. boost the, your stats. He's like, guys, guys. No, like, it was, it little was a freaking hobbit. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I don't even know what they're called. I even, Tenderfoots. Tenderfoots, that's what they're called. Yeah, that's like the first one. The Tenderfoots is like, I can't attack, but I give you boost. And you're like, boost is lame. But then when they get to a level three Tenderfoot and you get an extra attack at the end of the level <laughs> and you've got an ice giant, yeah, you're just those... like, 200 damage in one turn. <laughs> it's actually like 300 because it's insane. And if you played Disciples, you would know. I think Disciples is on Steam. And I think it's the whole game. And I think it's like... Twenty bucks. It's all well. You also get the the elves campaign. So yeah. go out. So and that's that's play the it. actual game and the expansion. That's five races. That's like even though two the more elves races blow. than most games. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's two more. It's two more races. <laughs> There's fully two two races more. Starcraft only three races. Are they going to add a fourth race? I don't think so. They weren't. In they Star- might. I don't know. There's been rumors about. It. Speaking of rumors, the rumor is now. That Resident Evil 5 is set in Haiti. So big Who ups to me. Who didn't predict that? Didn't we both say it's probably Haiti? I think you were Haiti. You were like, it looks a little arid to be Haiti. And I was like, there's dry parts of Haiti. And you were I like, guess, no, no, you're right. It's in the Caribbean. I said that. I said it was too dry. Hopefully you can ride a mattress to Florida. <laughs> That's the end of the, the, the end of the game. After you escape only the self-destruct this time, system, because you're, you're because it's starring Chris Redfield, you bang the president's daughter on your mattress raft on the way to the United States. Because you're not a clearly gay protagonist. Take that, Leon. To be fair, she was like 16. Doesn't matter. She still had some titties. I can't imagine. Is that really the first thing you think about once you escape? Like these three nights of pure terror at the Spanish, hands of mutants. Yeah, Spanish. Uh, I don't even know what the weird, like, parasite zombie... You're on a jet ski in the middle of the ocean, not entirely sure if you have enough fuel to make it back to the mainland, because who knows how far out these Spanish islands are. Yeah. And uh, you're like, let's bump some uglies. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, all right, because I have very poor values. (laughs) And apparently so does she. 
She's the good girl gone bad. That's like the ultimate bad girl fantasy. She's the president's <laughs> daughter. You have to say yes to that on principle. I don't I've care if you're married Dave, or gay or what. Dave, I've seen the Bush daughters, all right? I would not. Let's just say that's one Bush you don't want to touch. What if you could get both of them? <laughs> not worth it. A menage a trois, not I think worth they call it. <laughs> they probably end up breaking a beer bottle in your face and passing out in the corner crying. That's cool, man. But anyway, back to Disciples. So uh, here's the hint. Play the dwarves. For real, play the, the dwarves. Or the humans. Don't the, bother with the evil on races. On top of the four races, which were, again, undead, damned, empire, and dwarves. Pretty standard. Empire, they, they all have different abilities. Uh, as far as I know, the undead and the damned have a similar ability, which is that they suck. <laughs> and the uh, empire gets healing, guys, and the dwarves get, we will rock you. <laughs> yeah. That should, they shouldn't even have, they have a difficulty setting. It should just be which race you pick. And the easy mode is the dwarves, which is why I picked them. Because this game would be hard as crap if you weren't playing well, with I the dwarves. Remember, they actually really jacked up the undead in, um, in the second the one too. by giving them the guys that were immune to weapons. They were, there were guys that were immune to weapons on the undead team in the first one, but they weren't nearly as good. Now you have these guys that only take one space. Because in the party you have six spaces and some guys take two. And one guy has to be your leader. So, the undead, the only hard part is the beginning of the missions when you have to level up these totally shit guys to get them to the point where they're immune to weapons. The only problem is, like, it's good. So, let's say, like, the, the humans and the dwarves are, like, 1,500% and the damned are, like, negative 500%. <laughs> then the undead are, like, 50%. <laughs> well, the, what, the cool thing, uh, they actually add another thing to the undead and disciples, too. Which is they give them the ability to paralyze. Yeah, that was in the first fought, one, too. I fought an undead party, and I forgot that ghosts could do that to you. And they paralyzed me, and I was like, oh, crap, I'm paralyzed. And then I killed everybody <laughs> in one turn. They paralyzed one of my guys, and then my leader, because I picked the... Uh, I was smart, and I went with the mage. And yeah, I'll explain you, why you that was smart later. You always the mage. And uh, he got... Because that means that my leader can attack every square for lots of damage. And yeah. so he basically wiped out the entire party by himself. Yeah, I, I remember when we used to play Disciples 1, we would try and plot out, like... In a perfect world, you're supposed to get a leader that is opposite to the strengths of your race. So, like, the undead and the damned, theoretically, have better long-range guys like mages. So you would want to get a warrior guy and put him in the front row. <laughs> But actually, in reality, the dwarves and the humans have better mages than the guys who are supposed to have better mages. The reality is that the dwarves and the humans are superior in every way. I beat the damned missions. on. I beat them all on very hard back in college because I guess I didn't have a lot of stuff to do between getting drunk and not going to class. <laughs> um, and ew, the damned were just terrible. <laughs> They were so. I think I. I think I did the dwarves last, so that was like a little booster shot. I think I did the damn second. So obviously, when we were playing this game in its original times, like after high school, um, we all segregated into races with Joel being the dwarves and Dale picking humans and Greg with his also Rands, aka the. (laughs) Undead le- or the legions of the damn, and me with the slightly better but still shit undead, and it was always this like power struggle. And I did we try and play multiplayer? Once? We did once, and you got once. <laughs> By once, Joe means one turn. <laughs> Maybe not even a whole turn, because by, like, the third guy's turn, we were just like, oh, my God, this is interminable. But um, me and Greg would play multiplayer and Disciples too. This was, like, back at the time, I guess it was, we were still in college. 
and it was like the end of college. So he would be home from college, and I would be done with college, but like other people were still not quite home yet, so we had about a week where we had nothing to do but go out to bars every night and then like stumble home drunk and play Disciples 2 while listening to uh, Information High <laughs> from Macross Plus on repeat because we thought it said Halifax, and that has become the name of the song to us, but that's so far besides the point. So anyway, we would play the hot seat multiplayer, and I think... I think we actually played the hot seat multiplayer and took turns on giggling while we were playing it. <laughs> because it takes like 15 minutes to do a turn. But that is, okay, the actual point of the story was that I would play Undead and he would play the Damned. And we would have to team up to kill anything because <laughs> we were so terrible that like one guy, Joel makes the joke, sacrificial parties, which yes. originated well, in... Well, I, I wanted to get to that later, but whatever. Sorry, I jumped the gun. Sacrificial parties are parties you create from a nearby town and immediately throw at the monsters well, yeah, to do minuscule amounts of damage. <laughs> the, uh, the, um, <laughs> the, game, the game is really about controlling towns so that you collect resources. Uh, the other way to collect resources is to plant rods. But really, it's about town control because you can stay in town and heal... And you get like 50 gold for every town you capture, or there's usually a mine near a town. Yeah. And when you capture a town, you can then create parties from it. And so, like, later in the game, Disciples gets incredibly hard. By You roll through the first three levels, and you're like, this game is so easy and boring. And then you get totally spanked in the fourth <laughs> mission. It's I don't even know what they... It's like they just tried to... The programmers hit a switch somewhere. Yeah. And it's like, hard mode, go! Engaging hard mode. <laughs> Your roommate's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I don't then, know. And then all of a sudden, a foot just comes out of the computer and kicks you in the beanbag. <laughs> Which is exactly what it feels like. Because you just get you get to a spot on the map, and it's a choke point, And there's like an orc there. And you're like, an orc? Please, I've got a level 8 leader with 5 leadership, and all my slots are full. And you yeah, kill that he's guy. he's got Banner Bearer and Arcane Knowledge. And you're thinking, who cares? I'm fighting the damned. And they're all like, we're raising our dead lord. And you're like, whatever, <laughs> dude, here's an axe. And then you kill the orc, and all of a sudden there are 20 damned parties all maxed out. Yeah, just I... coming down on you over and over again in one turn. I, I did that once where I, I went into a valley. And literally, like in the map, they materialized surrounding you. Well, the the computer on harder difficulties cheats, flat out cheats. Like three spells on un- a turn, unlimited resources, <laughs> and it ignores the rules of the game. <laughs> the rules are you can only cast one spell unless you're a mage lord, which you showed me because it's the only good ability. Did you choose Guildmaster? Fool! <laughs> I always dream because I love playing thieves in games. This harkens back to like the days of Final Fantasy, like. The console ones where you, you would get a thief, and I'd be like, steal. And Sweet, always, and I have steal and throw. That means I can throw my money at them <laughs> for crap-ass damage, but I threw money. So, yeah, because of that early-age conditioning, I always play thieves in games. Like, that's always the first one I pick because I want to steal stuff because I'm always dreaming of that big When Dave drop. figured out that, like, the Guildmaster was the thief, he was like, oh, I'm going to play as the Guildmaster. And then you realize all you get are these, like, terrible abilities. It's like, yay, I can spy on enemy parties. Or well, I can so- just attack them, and if I die, I'll just reload. <laughs> Well, it's not, but I mean, you do. The Guildmaster also gets the bonus of buildings cost fifty percent less. Yeah. So I mean, it, yay. Well, I think the problem is you could play if you played the Guildmaster. Uh, yeah, the, it doesn't matter. Play the mage. Don't play any of the, the mage. Wo- gets the the warriors thing is like your guys heal fifteen percent a turn, or you could stick them in town and heal thirty percent. And the mages, you can cast spells 
twice as much as everybody else, and they cost half as much to research. <laughs> and you're thinking, spells aren't really that great Until you throw, like, five rock titans at somebody <laughs> before you attack them. <laughs> like, there would be parties where I'd, just, I'd cast every damage spell I had twice, and then cast every summon spell I had Well, the other twice. thing is, you can confuse the computer. If you pin them between your main party and a summoned creature, which counts as a spell, they won't move. So you can cast the summoned creature... And then cast your damage spell, and they will freeze and stay there for that turn. And then when your summoned creature disappears, you can just do it again and cast a spell. They'll never heal, and if you don't kill any of them, you show up, and you just... with your mage leader, <laughs> kill them all in one They're turn. They're all sitting on the ground crying. Many <laughs> of them are lacking limbs. Yeah. Just end my misery. It like those even... like Ripley clones in Alien Resurrection, yeah. where she hits them with the flamethrower. Yeah. It's just like that. But, yeah, I remember there was this one map in the first uh, Di- Disciples game as the undead where, whatever, there's no fucking way I'm making that 749 or 849 train. We could do it. It's already 811. If we finished in five minutes, then did and Bubble... Then recorded another 30-minute podcast. That would be some magic of time technology. All right, whatever. Better luck next time. Looks like I'm getting in at, like, 1 in the morning. But that's cool because bars are open until, like, 4, and that's what I was going to do anyway. Does Graz go to what times are school class tomorrow? She doesn't have class on Fridays. That is awesome. Yeah, you have like the best girlfriend ever. <laughs> it's very well engineered like that. Somewhat fond of her, I guess. <laughs> She's all right. Um, yeah, it sucked for her last weekend. My brother got married, and she had to meet the whole family. How did that in, go? Uh, well, I think she handled herself pretty well, considering like I basically abandoned her for three hours while the wedding was going on because I was in the. It's a, it's acceptable if you're yeah, if you're I mean, in the wedding it's party. It's not like I can't complain. Blamed. Like, we hey, were, your brother's getting married. <clears throat> we Pay were, attention to me. We were taking pictures for like forever. I really like and that voice. When um, hey. my brother and his wife have now decided that they're gonna stand by the river and take pictures there, and a branch falls out of a tree like <laughs> ten feet from them. Not even, not like a little branch. Like this branch was like twenty feet long, and I was like, hey, that's some good luck. We got all these pictures of, like, one of the, the best man who's also my boss was like, let's take a picture of us peeing in the river. Not really, but, you know, pantomiming the action. Hey, a Filipino. <laughs> yeah, that's guy. Kind of, he's like, let's take pictures of us eating raw duck fetus out of eggs. <laughs> that's what they do. Jerry loves it, too. He's Are like, you serious? He's like, oh, I love that stuff. It's called bloat. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I threw up. Um, Just a little bit in the back of my I throat. What I my can taste it. my original point was. Well, oh, I just, I feel like this universal truth must be made known to someone because my brother's too polite to say it to his wife or whatever, but his wife's mom super sucks. <laughs> okay, so here's the, here's the scenario. Your daughter is getting married. It's the most special day of her life. It's 1135, and the wedding was sp- supposed to start at 1130. Do you let the wedding start, or do you funnel all the guests to the field next door to the inn to watch Revolutionary War reenactors. What? Yeah. She, she specifically took us groomsmen aside, and she was like, guide all the guests over there so they can watch the Revolutionary War reenactors. I was like, the wedding's supposed to start right now. <laughs> like, she could be walking down the stairs right now. You're the worst mom ever. <laughs> but whatever. That was my rant about married and such. All right. Continuing on, the huge. Um, so there was this map on the undead. It was like level three or four where there was this werewolf in a choke point. So 
Werewolves are immune to weapons, so the computer, not having the best AI, would throw their parties at them and just die <laughs> because they didn't have anything that could kill it. You need magic. Um, so eventually I'm like, oh, I've killed all the neutral monsters here. I shall wander out into the greater world. And I'm like, do 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 Big I, mistake. I kill the werewolves because werewolves are total pussies. That's the problem with, like, the undead we- guys that are weapon immune is that they have, like, 100 health. Yeah. So, like, one So as soon as some guy shows up with a mage, it's like... Or you could just kill him from the map. It's like, I am immune to swords. And you're like, I can shoot fire from my hands. And he's like, I'm covered in hair. I don't think that's good. That's not going to combine well with fire. Hair and brittle bandages. That's what I always thought. The dwarves have a flamethrower guy who also has a bushy beard. Yeah. Not a good combination. Like resource management. <laughs> it's like, half the t- maybe that's why they miss so often. <laughs> Shoot up. Oh, my beard's on fire, you guys. All the other doors are too drunk, drunk to help him. It's like, ah, look at Seamus. <laughs> His beard's on fire. You guys are assholes. I am dying. This is on fire. Shit. This is my favorite beard. It'll grow back tomorrow. We're dwarves. Have some ale. But, my mouth is burning closed. But anyway, I kill those werewolves and is like opening the gates of hell. Because as we've already said, the computer cheats and it just starts throwing level one parties at me. Like hurling them like nonstop. <laughs> like for a turn. <laughs> it's like, where are these men so willing to sacrifice their lives? That's because the AI took a hint from Joel White. <laughs> there, was a, there was a whole song about it. Well, I would just... Sacrificial the game, parties. Let's just, never good to see their wives and children again. That was the best so, verse. Yeah. Um, the, the, at certain points in the game, uh, you would have leveled up your guy completely, and he would be maxed out, and you're just looking to complete the goal of the mission. Or... Uh, your main party is so crippled that your leader has been killed. You lost, you know, seventy-five percent of your movement, and you really don't want that party to die because then you can't resurrect them. So what do you do? What you do is <laughs> you, throw you will throw out like ranger party, like because rangers have the best movement, so they can cross like yeah, half the, the map. <laughs> the rangers have the best movement, and they also can target back row enemies. Yeah. So what you do is you just go in and you wipe out the enemy's back row because the ranger always goes first. Yeah. And he will kill like the low level so mage it's character. It's like 500 gold to get one hit off on a guy and then you just keep throwing him in. Yeah, and you can just pour it on. It never it as long as you have enough gold. And it the sacrificial party plan has never failed me. Like every once in a while like a guy would level up and I'd be like Oh well, it's... what the hell do I do now? Do I retain your services? Well, yeah. This has never happened before. Yeah, the like a ranger, like, would, he would actually survive. Like the like ranger, the would end of Ironhander, where the suicide plane comes back and the earth or the moon's like, ah, oh, shit. So they I guess send we him gotta again. kill you. That's a burn. Uh, you weren't supposed to be here, dude. And then yeah, and I wouldn't. I, I would get to that point where one of my sacrificial parties would actually survive, and I would have this moral dilemma. Yeah, like now that I've created you're life, there can I destroy the, it? And the, I'm like. Heck yeah, I can destroy <laughs> it. At, Attack the main city. You're looking at the level up uh, skill choosing thing and you're like, fuck, I don't know, boots? <laughs> no, boots are good. Oh yeah, I forgot. Boots are like one of the best ones. Tomes. Tomes are the worst. It's, yeah, like, it's like immunity to fire, but it's not immunity. It's like immunity to one hit. Yes, it's the first attack of every turn. You'll be immune. immune. No, it's the first attack of the battle, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's only one time. Yeah, that does. Maybe my battles never last more than one turn. If your battles last more than one turn, you are playing with the wrong race. 
i.e. you're not playing with the dwarves. Or the humans. The humans were also pretty sweet because they have uh, these things called acolytes. And they level up, and eventually they can heal your entire party for, like, 80 hit points. Or you can get the guy that can resurrect dead party <laughs> members. Let me remind you again. So, the humans have guys that can heal guys. The undead have guys that are immune to weapons, but they're killed by, like, a gentle breeze. <laughs> a stiff breeze, whatever you want to call it. A piece of paper goes in their direction. And this hot chocolate up. is too hot. I am dead. <laughs> I am slain. Avenge me, brothers. We're all dead, too. The mere act of we your should not drinking all the have... chocolate. <laughs> we should Watching have... it has crippled us. Perhaps Starbucks was a poor pre-battle choice. <laughs> well, coffee is a diuretic. You, know, you don't know what kind of havoc it wreaks on the undead digestion. <laughs> yeah. But I say Disciples is probably one of my favorite games. Oh, that's what I was going to say about the Sacrificial Party song. Hmm. When we played Disciples originally, it was a crack, and we didn't get the audio track to work right, so you would be playing it in total silence. So not only is it this incredibly long turn-based game based on grinding, there is no music. You have to entertain yourself. Make your own fun, fatty. (laughs) So that's exactly what I did. Like, I I, I think it totally evolved. Like, the Sacrificial Party song was totally subliminal. Mm-hmm. I started singing that and didn't even notice until Greg pointed out that I was singing. I was like, sacrificial party, gonna go <laughs> die in the name of this guy and sacrificial party. It's like, what are you doing, I dude? hope my children well, remember my name. <laughs> sacrificial party. God, that... My wife will marry again and forget I ever existed. Those were the days where, like, after work or whatnot, you and Greg would, like, rush over to see who got uh, got to play on the on the computer that was the disciples computer. It was the only thing we played on. We tried to play Diablo two on it once, and it wasn't fast enough because <laughs> it's this w- computer I like took from my work when my bosses got a new one. I was like, "Can I have this?" It was like a Pentium ninety. That thing was slow as balls. I think it, it didn't even. I don't. Was it a three eighty six? No, no, it, it had was to be definitely faster a than Pentium okay. something, but it was pretty terrible. It was like a five hundred megahertz. Could run StarCraft. They, That's well, that's that, why you love StarCraft. Because it could run on that computer. You could run that thing on a tin can and well, an orange peel. Because Blizzard is smart. It makes their games very low system requirements. Like, World of Warcraft runs on, like, any piece of shit. And that's brilliant. Because <laughs> that's however many people with pieces of shit that are playing your game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, when we tell these stories of, like, me and Greg griefing people in StarCraft, that's how we used to do it with, like, the two computers in my room. <laughs> and Greg would play on the shitty one, and we were just like... Oh, those are the days. It's funny because I'm like I, I'm I really love griefing people, but I really hate getting griefed. Well, it, in certain games, it's different. Like StarCraft has been around so long, and if you play Bloodbath, yeah, the map is so small. Who cares if you get griefed? It's gonna last 15 minutes, and then you can go play some four-hour marathon on hunters with their yeah. maxed-out yeah. big game minerals. hunters. Yeah, big with game the hunters. Thirty thousand minerals, and you're like, come on, guys, this is the worst <laughs> map in the universe. Who who wouldn't pick the Protoss in this situation? Honestly, who who picked the Zerk? You're well, gonna get carrier see, rushed. See, the see best, you later. The best part about that is you team up with your partner and Zerk rush them. <laughs> like because they're all building up. They're tech. They're going up the tech tree and they don't have any units. The be- the word the best thing to do with the Protoss was to you could do like a faint because people would leave you alone for a little while and if you rush them with dragoons, yeah, you would rip the crap out of them because if you like because if you stack dragoons, you know if you get it like a. Uh, a core of dragoons, like four columns deep, they can all attack all the frontline units. So if you're fighting the Zerg, it's like 
air, like volley, Zerglings dead, volley, Zerglings dead, and then there's no more Zerglings, and you may have lost like one Dragoon. God, I I really loved Big Game Hunters because every time I played on that map, like you know, there's these unspoken rules that gamers have about any game, and the rule on Big Game Hunters was you don't attack people until you're at like carrier level. So maybe the guys will have like one turret in their base. So me and Greg would just like. I would always play Zerg, but he'd play whatever. Taren, um, SCV rush. Yeah, well, often we'd rush with uh, Zergs and medics. And seriously, if you can't rush with, or if you can't stop a rush with medics, like, medics take a pretty long time to get to. So if you're not prepared to be defended by that, that's your own fault. That's not even (laughs) griefing. But we would, like, um, just scout around and find the bases and wait and then simultaneously attack two separate bases. And they'd just be like, what? WTF, mate? You're cheating. And I'm like, that's why my Zergs are fucking raping your Marines. Oh and my I gosh. mean that in the truly literal sense. You uh, unlock that command at 400 wins. Rape Marines, <laughs> asshole. Oh, so oh, who's locked and loaded now? If, I am in your butt. Oh, Lord. My alien fetus. It's like pointy. It doesn't get better. It's like a spike. They don't, I don't even think they have that. They're drones. I don't want to think about, like, insectoid humanoids that are, like, the size of dogs interested <laughs> in raping me. And if they are interested ready, in raping Joel. me, in I don't want them to century, know. alien I don't, rape is coming. I don't want them to be familiar enough with my physiology to even find my butthole. I want them to just be, like, stabbing me randomly. I think that would be better. <laughs> I am pro that. Because then it's getting stabbed. Oh, no, stabbed. Joel. They've locked onto your butthole pheromones, <laughs> and they're going in for the kill. Yo, have you seen that thing about how Mass Effect is going to have a lesbian sex scene, but not a gay sex scene? On the one hand, I'm like, what's up with the equality of the sex scenes? And on the other hand, I'm like, there's a lesbian alien in this game. Have you read the the Penny Arcade? That's what I'm going to find on day one. That's so stupid. The Penny Arcade is so funny. The Penny Arcade is funny. It's it's one of the really good ones they've had recently. I've been kind of off Penny Arcade for a while. The inclusion of a sex scene in a video game is, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's undoable. I would say it hasn't been done yet. For good reason. Come on. Like, you're basically... I was excited about Mass Effect because it was going to be a sci-fi shooter where you fought aliens, and it was going to be, you know, somewhat violent, but not overly violent. And it was going to be sandboxy, but not like Grand Theft Auto where you... Or like, you know, Knights of the Old Republic where you become dark side and basically treat everyone like a dick. And that's how you get dark points. It's like... (laughs) Don't help old Yo, lady across you the street. Can you me $10 for a taxi? No. No, it's... <laughs> no. Dark points plus 10. <laughs> yeah, it's like, sweet. Now I'm just going to go cock but now they, my roommate. But now they... they Sorry, told... Barry. <laughs> I don't want to sleep on the couch tonight. <laughs> but I put the sock on the door, Darth. Dark Barry. side plus 10. <laughs> yeah, like... So then they totally ruin it by including a sex scene. So it's like... Uh, uh, a lesbian sex scene. How do you even... Is that like you an imagine me punching the air with my fist now as I go, I was like, when I heard that, I was like, this is so dumb. This is dumb. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, dumb. And Dave's like, yeah! That's because I have a natural instinct to like lesbians. It's some sort of natural selection Darwinism shit. Yeah. This way Dave will never reproduce. Wait a minute. Uh, I didn't realize how that could be used against me. Well, you just said, what did you mean? I was trying to in, intimate that it was a positive trait. And then I was going to be like... So you're oh. superior in your inability to find women that would actually reproduce with you? Whatever. It's, it's better when there's two of them. 
I don't even want to be involved. Anyway, Disciples 3 is coming out. Uh, I'm not too excited. Like next year? It's in 3D, which I think is a mistake. Is it in, like, is it a 3D map or is it a 3D game? I think it's, I don't know if it's going to be a 3D map, but I saw a 3D modeling of the battles. Yeah. And I was like, eh. Yeah, I'm not that interested in it, too. I kind of wish every game was still 2D. <laughs> I was, I will, I was much happier then. Though, because I love Disciples. If you're not busy playing Team Fortress 2, which I've heard really isn't that good anyway. Really? That's disappointing. I was kind of psyched I've for I've heard it. it's kind of generic and easy mode. And really? Not, like, I don't know. I heard that... I used to play Team Fortress Quake. I never played the one for Half-Life, so I don't know if they changed anything there. But I heard they removed the spies, feign death. And I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. Because <laughs> that was the most fun. Yeah. Of, like, getting on, like, feigning death and then killing guys. Or, like... Also, Jared told me, like... All the servers are like friendly fire. It's like, what the, or there's no friendly fire. So, like, what the hell is the point of that? Because, you know, the ultimate spy defense in Team Fortress is shooting everybody you see in the face. So, <laughs> if there's no friendly fire, then that, like, kind of nullifies that whole well, thing. Well, the spy can be invisible in Team Fortress what? 2. Yeah. That's retarded. They, get, they have, like, active camo. Well, that's stupid. I don't want to play this game. Though it does, I was watching Jared play, and it does, like, look really cool. I really like the art style of it. Much better than Heavenly Sword. That's what they call bookending. And close. See you later. If they thought that was long, prepare for the bubble gum. <laughs>